1: Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All Stars 5, Episode 8, titled Clap Back. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by a woman who harasses the cast of The Comeback. From the Bloody Podcast Network, please say.
2: I just get to relic in it.
1: To Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp.
2: Did I just say relic? Is it relish? It is relish? That's my favorite. <laughs> him him r- realizing that it's a relish. But how are you as old as Derek Barry, by the way? Uh
1: who's in his mid thirties, I believe. He's thirty-four? He's pretty old, yeah. Not 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 old, but I'm just saying Okay. Old for a All drag right. queen. Yeah.
2: Back back it up.
1: Yeah. And uh he's a fucking f- f- fossil, this Derek Barry. But uh but like how are you making that far in life and thinking it's relic?
2: yeah I don't know
1: alright well, the great broadcasting style there of Lori Camp there always <laughs> chiming in with her but you know earlier she was quite I would even say verbose she was just going on and on about her inside tea have she I was stalked relishing. somebody she was relicking in all the inside tea she um, has yeah and uh, she was t- lots of pronouns you know being used like, yeah. and then she told her, no, I'm not going to do that. But you better ask her if she's going to do it. And I was like, I don't even know who you're talking about.
2: It's hard. It's hard do- giving tea when you can't give names.
1: That's true. You can't, you couldn't give names, but I'm going to be honest with you. What else did we talk about during Just Between? Oh, we, we learned about Lori harassing the cast of The Comeback. And I
2: did not harass the cast of The Comeback.
1: Well, all this is covered on Just Between Us Girls, a show that is available to people at the on uh, Patreon. At premium level and above, it's a, a show where Laurie and I just sort of shoot the breeze before we record an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Right now, if you're not an exclusive tier, you can watch us fil- uh, tape this. And I, we just, like, while I was talking right now, you just watched Laurie, in a very awkward way, change her glasses.
2: I just put on my glasses.
1: Oh, okay. You weren't wearing glasses. Now you've put on yeah. your glasses. Oh, I see.
2: And... Because um... the headphones hurt my ears because the, they kind of shoved my glasses into my head. Were you so. a big
1: fan of this Peppermint Patty from Peanuts? Because You kind of remind me of her now that I'm looking at you with the glasses. I know she doesn't wear glasses, but like...
2: Are you, uh, like, are you Peppermint Fatty? Peppermint Fatty. Yeah, that was my... Uh, <laughs> that's my drag name. Peppermint, peppermint
1: That should be your drag name. Peppermint Fatty.
2: Um, <laughs> I didn't really get into Peanuts that much. Mm-hmm. I actually... I will say I like their Halloween specials, but I never really got into the yeah, she was more show. into
1: uh, Vaginuts, which is a different comic yeah. strip altogether. I like Peanuts. It's
2: you all like, about <laughs> lesbians.
1: Yeah, you like vagina. So actually what's funny is Peppermint Patty and Lucy make an appearance on Nuts, uh But people don't know that. It's, it, it, it was Charles Schultz's sort of like side project and never really took off. Anyway. This week, the top three queens record and perform a stage routine for RuPaul's new single, Clap Back, and they record an episode of What's the Tea? Later, the eliminated queens join the top three as backup dancers for the performance of Clap Back. On the runway, the category is All-Stars Eleganza. In the end, RuPaul announces that the newest member of the Drag Race Hall of Fame is Shay Kool-Aid Lori Camp named two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not.
2: Um, I liked the chain hmm I liked the runway. Sure. What I didn't like was that this whole show was essentially filler and that nothing mattered until you got to the end and then they lip sync for their lives. So you could essentially fast forward to the lip sync for your life and yeah. then see who won. And that's it.
1: Well, you could watch crap back and, uh, and crap back. Did you I'm crap calling back? it crap back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> crap back. That's what I That's what I would love to do for a, a clapback, is just to crap in front of somebody. Oh, you want to talk shit about me? Well, I'm going to take a giant crap in front of you. That would be my clap. clapback. Kind of I back. want everyone to
1: know, Lori, I don't, I've talked about this on Patreon, I haven't talked about it, I don't know that much here, she is an icon in the oh world of Los Angeles comedy, improv and sketch scene. Icon, iconic
2: obviously you could tell I'm not because of the crap back clap back. Yeah.
1: But that's what I'm getting at. And, and, and and you're, you were so funny on just between us girls. I was like, literally I had like, I was going to vomit for how much I was laughing.
2: You were not laughing at all.
1: And, and, and and then to to now it's just like, you're coming up with things like crap back and, and, uh, and whatnot. And I'm just like, what, what, who is this person? Are you okay? You know what it was? Everyone should, I didn't talk about this, but I'll talk about it right now. Lori got a disturbing message While we were doing the Patreon show. And ever since she got that message. She. Has been sort of off kilter. Right. Because Lori got a message that she may have been approved or not approved for baby shower stuff. She wanted to buy on credit. Correct. Lori.
2: Yeah. It's a thing called a a, a affirm, but it went through. So that's why I'm like confused as to why they're sending me a thing. But I think it was because I applied for something else and I didn't get approved and they're just now sending me an email. So I
1: don't know. But ever since you've been sort of distracted and like dealing with that, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Okay. okay. At the break. Take a break. Deal with all that. Uh, but give me you for right now. All right. And then you deal with it at the break, which is in a few minutes, and then uh it will be good. Cause like I can tell you're very distracted. We need to we need to get you back in the uh the swing of things, Lori. You know, I, I know what will get you back into the swing of things.
2: Oh, please don't play that song.
1: Everyone should know in 2011, lesbians everywhere across the country got together and voted for the official anthem of lesbians. And they voted on the, I think it's 1979 uh, FM radio hit by Alicia Bridges called um, "Love Me, I Love the Nightlife. Uh, a disco classic and they named it the official lesbian anthem for all time for all lesbians everywhere uh, Alicia Bridges is a lesbian so maybe it's one of the reasons why but um, they did it and here it is right here so Lori we want to get Lori in a better mood right Lori why are you being so silent <laughs>
2: not a lesbian anthem.
1: Well, here it is right here on Afterthought Media, the official lesbian anthem.
2: I love the
3: I've got to forget. On the disco ride.
2: Oh, yeah. oh, I love the nightlight. Did that put you in a better mood? No. But thank you. I would, th- um,
1: I would think that the official lesbian anthem would put you in a better mood.
2: official lesbian anthem. It's not. Um, I would also say that I think this episode put me in a bad mood. I Why? Felt like the, this episode I just didn't
1: like. Oh, 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 oh the episode of the of, of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 not it's not a
2: good. One. I just didn't like it. First off, like.
1: Well, well, you I know, I'll give give me I'll give, Tell me, uh, do me a favor. Give me two things you didn't like about the episode, and one thing you did.
2: Okay. The two things I didn't like the, about the episode was that the, it was so heavily produced. Like the producers of Worst Cooks were like, wow, this is really badly produced. Um, they, a it's a notoriously reference. heavily produced show if you watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, and then I think what I realized while watching this episode, which kind of made me sort of go, oh, well, this is kind of boring, is that it's not a competition. Even though it's set as, up as a competition, it's an audition. So then it's like, well, then why do these producers have all these competitive things that happen? And it's like they okay, put wait, wait, these wait, wait, wait. there.
1: I'm going to stop you right there because I feel like you're you're getting ahead of yourself. So you don't like the, the – because you're getting into like analysis we'll talk about later. Yeah. But uh, but you don't so you thought it was heavily produced. What's another thing you didn't like?
2: Um I didn't like the uh Miss Cracker. I thought she was like literally looked like she was like, "Okay, I got to get all my mugging in. I'm yeah, running out of time."
1: Season. Yeah, it's the whole season.
2: And it just was like it just culminated in like she literally was not she didn't stop mugging for the camera the entire no, fucking show. No, she didn't. Like it, every single time the camera's on her, she would be like, "Woo."
1: It's so funny, there was a certain part I was trying to find the clip zero for today. Clip zero, by the way, is the one I say, uh you'll heard it, you heard it earlier, it's the relic one, right? It's uh but uh, I was trying to find the clip zero and so I was listening to the show and it was so much of of Miss Cracker just try it's like she knows that there's a world of memes and gifts and clips and stuff and she just wants to make it into those clip packages and memes because there was one where she was like i was like and i was like yeah okay calm down like that's the thing is what's funny is she kept saying and throughout this episode, they were telling her they were they were appraising her for this, too, that she learned this, you know, this season to get out of her own head and to stop producing herself. And I was like, she did because she's been more overproduced than ever before. And she and so, like, uh, yeah, she she completely tries to control. She, look, she has control issues and people with control issues are trying to control as the narrative as much as possible. And She wants to control her narrative. And so, um, yeah, it was, it was, I'm sorry.
2: So that was, um, I'm going to count that as one thing. Uh, the second thing I didn't like was, well, you know, I'll count that as two things. The thing I liked was I liked that Shay won. Now I have issues with the fact that Shay won, but overall I'm glad Mm -hmm. that Shay won. um, but we can get. Let's just get into the show because I have I have issues with almost everything that happened.
3: Oh
1: really? During the show, yeah. Oh wow! Can't wait to hear these notes. Uh, tooth. I'll actually do the two things I like. The one thing I did not. Um, what did I like? I love Juju look. I love Juju look.
2: Okay. Yeah. Oh, her look was great. Well, love the Jujubee's runway look. was really good.
1: Look, I love Juju B. Juju B look, and I was I, I was actually tempted to write this on social media, but it it why why. Well, I have my, I have a platform where I can give my thoughts. I'll just do it here. And I think I've said this in another episode. Shea Coulee may have won the crown, but Jujubi won the season. Hands down, politics. Okay? Uh, yeah. And Jujubi is the winner. I don't know if Jujubee, I hope Jujubi hears this. Someone send this to Jujubi. You are truly the winner. And actually truly cemented yourself in the drag race hall of fame you know what's so funny is especially after looking at today's episode even though we all knew that the production was trying to gun for shay kool to win this whole thing or miss cracker uh it, it became i started to see even more like oh they knew the whole time shay was gonna win
2: yeah well I definitely after the limp sink and they announced it after that lip sync and you picked Shay. I was mm-hmm. like, there's no way you could walk away from that lip sync and not pick Juju B."
3: Yeah.
1: That, well, look, someone brought up on, on uh, our first response show, the thing about the, I think it was Lauren S brought up the um, track record thing. We'll, no, we'll, that was we'll April. Get, oh, April did. Okay. Thank you yeah. for correcting me. Um, I think it was Luke Stamen who brought up the track record part. And um,
2: no, that was Lauren's husband.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. Thank you for working me. So, uh, uh, the one thing I didn't like, I think I only named one thing I liked, but the one thing I didn't like. God, there's so many. But uh, you say you, you peg some of them, but. Uh, and we'll get to it. This Tondra Hall. Let me tell you something.
2: <laughs> I knew you were going to go there.
1: I. Cause someone said, you know, on our first response, someone said like, did you notice some people were saying that Todric was nice on this episode? Of course he was nice because he's an opportunistic asshole, right? So when it's the regular season and he clearly has a, there's a, a, a power, uh, he, he's more powerful than they are both in fame and everything in respect in the drag world, which is crazy. He he lords it over these girls, right? He's Todrick Hall, but with these girls, I mean Shea Coulee, Juju be He even said, "I well, he didn't know Juju But they're all very, very popular, uh, and at least in terms of the drag world, just as if not more popular than Todrick. You know, so of course he respect. He's nice to them because they bring some sort of cachet to him. They have social media and drag race uh, cachet to him, so it it behooves Uh, him to be nice. He can go fuck himself. I don't like this Tadric Hall. I never have, and him stupid big tie. I don't like him.
2: Yeah, that was. Oh, we'll get we'll get to the whole thing where they where he goes i just don't think i should wear a tie tonight and then yeah and it's just like Like, he said the fucking funniest thing ever horrible hair like i said i will say this you will you and i will never be as funny as an attractive person who's kind of funny Mm -hmm. kind of funny um, and attractive people is like you're like yeah comedy gold yeah you're the funniest person ever yeah
1: All right, let's jump right into it. After Blair's elimination, the top three queens celebrate make it into the finale and speculate about who called RuPaul on her rotary phone last week. Jujubee receives her first vote of the season, and finally, Jujubee starts a pillow fight. The next day, the seven eliminated queens uh, tiptoe back into the workroom and hide behind a partition to eavesdrop on the top three. The finalists speculate about the glory hole in the room before the former contestants burst out from behind the partition. Jujubee asks why they're back, but they don't know yet either. Finally, RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's maxi challenge. For this final maxi challenge, you'll collaborate on my latest song, "Clap Back." (laughs) First, you'll write and record your own solo verse, and later you'll work with the super talented Todrick Hall.
0: Plus each of you will be our extra special guest.
1: I take I take offense to that super talented on my podcast, what's the T hashtag? All- I guess if you mean you're talented at uh, not paying people and making up excuses and sucking RuPaul's ass and sucking up to people and kissing ass and just being a complete well, that's what she meant. and treating that's people real- underneath you like horrible human beings, like they're not worth your time because they're not Taylor Swift. If you're not Taylor Swift, to RuPaul, the just Totoro call has no time for you.
2: Well, that's what she meant.
1: Okay. All stars five. And for our grand finale, the only lip sync assassins will be the three of you. All right, very good, Laurie. Let's break it down into little pieces here, right? First, let's talk about the 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 most obvious thing, which is in the penultimate episode, uh, the one where Blair went home. Right when they're about to end the show, there's a rotary phone sitting right next to RuPaul, and it rings. And she yep. answers the phone. And there's a big dramatic moment where she's like, ah, but, but, "But, but, so, so dramatic, super dramatic, right?" And then everyone's like, "Who is on the phone? Oh my god, what is going on? The phone's ringing. Oh my god, right?" Never address the next episode.
2: Nope. Never in fact, well, actually, they talk about it in the yeah. beginning Yeah. They, they, they come like, back from yes, and um, I feel like because uh, Miss Cracker is producer she's been producing her own thing for mm-hmm. so long yeah i felt like she had a good line which she said well all i know is if if rupaul's scared i'm terrified or yeah. something like that and i thought oh that's a good setup for what will come yeah which never came which never so. came
1: where it gets super scary and whatnot and i thought it was going to be something like rupaul uh, you know has called away before she films her new music video or they need the music video right away or something like that right
2: yeah it could have been anything
1: Yeah, and uh, no, they just never address it. It's just that's the last it's ever mentioned. Now, somebody said that on the most recent episode of the podcast Drag Her, they had a RuPaul's Drag Race writer on there, and she said that there was a running bit on the show uh, before the Lip Sync Assassin that RuPaul would call the Lip Sync Assassin and summon them, okay? But that they discarded that bit from the final edit and so this phone thing was sort of a flip on that bit that this time RuPaul was called, and it's oh. basically saying that there see, wouldn't would be a lip sync assassin. Bit. Yeah, yeah. That basically there wasn't going to be a lip sync assassin that week. That they that they were basic. So the the bit was so that what the phone call was supposed to mean was, you're supposed to have a lip sync assassin next week, but it's not going to happen. Oh. Now this is well, this. I'm seems, hearing this secondhand from someone who heard it on a podcast.
2: That seems dumb. I'm just
1: gonna say that's a okay. dumb well, thing. I'm just saying, but but then why not just edit it people out were, as much as possible?
2: People were paid to write that bit.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Um. Okay. Then we
1: we see through the we look through the votes and Juju B receives her first vote of the season, uh, and then they talk about track records. Juju B has one win, Shay has two, and Cracker has three. Yes. Um, you know, and we will get into this conversation a much, much later, but to me, this, a one win with only one vote on the very last time, I think means a lot. I think means just as much as two wins or three wins.
2: Well, you also have to look at who's been in the bottom and the fact that, I mean, mm-hmm. I think if you look at who's been in the bottom, well, here's the thing though. They have the rule. They had that rule starting, you know. I think it was like, I forgot when it was started. But if you're if you're not a winner, you're in the bottom. So technically, Shay and Juju B have been in the bottom the same amount. And uh, so then Shay still is technically has the better track record. And I don't think Miss Cracker has been in the bottom. An extra time
1: has she? No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a time where she was in the bottom. It. She, I, I don't think it was that big of a deal because I think she placed herself in the bottom. Uh, I don't, I don't know if Cracker got any votes. Maybe she did. Um, but uh, yeah, but but if you then, but then the and we'll get to there. Then if 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 Cracker did get some votes or didn't get any votes, she has three wins and no votes. Like if you're going on track record, then Cracker is the winner. It's weird. Yeah. If you, it's weird. If you go by the, the drag race. Now, by the way, there are five episodes of the five seasons of All Stars. At least two that I can remember are sorry you didn't win your first season, you know, Chad Michaels and yeah. now, uh, Shay, but you can make an argument for. Uh, Trixie and, uh, Alaska, that those could also be seen as consolation prizes too. It seems like All-Stars, the, the crown for the Drag Race Hall of Fame is becoming a consolation prize. And I don't know if that, that, if that bodes well for the future of at least the, um, the, how valuable this crown is if it's just called the, you know, the con- second place, you know, but, um, whatever. Uh, okay, then on to the next day. Let's talk about this bit where the queens... Um, we're, and we're going to talk about the heavily produced
2: part, well, too. Well, I wanted to bring up the thing with Shay about how Shay oh. was like, oh, is this your first time being put in the box? Oh, that's no big deal. I want to be like, bitch, what happened to you when you were put in the box? Oh, well,
1: you that... You co- flipped yeah. the fuck out. Well that, that co- well, that will definitely get into that in the next segment when they t- when the queens come back and they talk about what happened. Where now all the yeah. is like, Shay's like... Well, all's well that ends well. I'm like, oh, really, bitch? All's well that ends well? Remember all the drama you put everybody else
2: through? You wanted to, like, set Alexis on fire because she put you in the bottom.
1: Yes, we'll we'll get to that. We will get to that. Uh, Anyway, uh, so the queens tiptoe back into the workroom and they hide behind a partition with a hole in it. Which was my nickname in college, by the way.
2: But um, partition, partition with a hole in it. Yeah, that's a long partition movie. with a
1: hole in it, at least for the water polo team. Anyway, um, what I was going to tell you is that then the queens come in and they're like, oh, my God, what is that partition with a hole in it? We we, we have to go look inside. And I'm like, mm- OK,
2: they don't even do that. They don't even look inside.
1: They were on their they literally- way. And the queen say, we're going to go look inside. Here's the deal.
2: Oh yeah. Well, well, they start seeing things from the hole because the hole is so big. They say it's a glory hole, but you could fit like five penises in there. Such a huge hole.
1: Yeah. What I was going to tell you is I would assume if I were a contestant, oh, they're going to do the puppet challenge. Okay. Oh, so okay. I would not go over there. Cause I'm like, that's a production thing. And I'm sure if they were like, let's go look at this thing that's set up and the production would just say, no, don't <laughs> like it. So it was t- speaking of heavily produced, uh, all of a sudden like, like to me, if I was a contestant on a reality show where they always have games, and I walked in and there was a uh, a partition with a hole set up right there, I would be like, "Oh well, that's for later. I'm not going to mess with that. I'll just stay over here and do what I'm supposed to do." Okay, but yeah. this when they're like, "Juju's like." Then it, there's a cut, a hard cut, and Juju's like, "What's that partition with a hole in it? Oh, is it a glory hole?" And things are making a dumb, super double entendre. Not even double entendre, it's outright saying, "I'm going to go get my dick sucked in the hole," and then, um. They're like, I'm going to go over there and look inside. Oh, really? This is the first time they have something set up in the workroom. You're like, now I'm going to uh, break rules
3: and
2: go look yeah. inside. Oh, I hated I hated this thing because it was so heavily produced. Everybody knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. The only f- time I laughed was when Alexis goes, are we, were we this fake? That's the only time I laughed. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. But I was like, if you truly look, the what was the reason of getting in, getting in that stupid box? It was to see what the Queens would say. Right. Yeah hmm So if that's how you truly want to do it, just have them listen to the have them go to a, the like uh the um, whatever that place is with all the cameras. What is it called? Like the camera garden or whatever during production. What are you where they, talking about? They have all those can they have the camera set up where they watch what's happening. And then they and then you go and you give them a headset and you just have them listen in on what, well, what they're talking about. What
1: you're also talking about is when they uh, whenever they have like a makeover, they'll put the queens like in the untuck lounge or something, which is right outside the door. But they, they but the queens could go in and they can bring in those girls into the untuck lounge and then they show them on monitors what the queens are saying.
2: Yeah, so you just put in, uh, just give them monitors and have them show. Don't go mm-hmm. in there, mm-hmm. but do. But the fact that they went in there, and then when they're talking, they literally just say like blase things yeah. about everybody. Yeah, it's like you know for you know for a like for any you know that they would not say those things if those queens if they knew those queens were in the room. No, if they didn't know that those queens were in the room, you know that they would say shit. They would say shit about all those queens. Yeah. And you should have them go in that room and you should have them talk and just film them talking and mm -hmm. have the other queens looking, listening, and then just see what they say. But they put that stupid fucking partition in there and Mm -hmm. it's like everybody knows what's fucking going on.
1: Everybody knows. Here's the other thing, too. On the flip side is, again, listen, everybody. I want everyone to know this. I want you to listen. I want you to listen good. I realize that what reality is and what not reality is so what i'm talking about right now is if we're buying into the narrative of the show okay right now i'm critiquing the narrative of the show okay yeah but if you think about the narrative of the show you have all these queens former contestants who have all congregated to sneak into this room right first of all later on they address these issues they have with each other so wouldn't Derek and India have talked to each other first and been like oh hey fucking cunt what are you doing there but also wouldn't Alexis in private not in private if if this was truly a problem been like hey Mayhem do you know this fucking bitch over here said that I uh uh it's voted for Shane that we both were campaigning why would she be like we're all friends sneaking behind this wall and then way later be like oh yeah remember India Am I making sense what I'm saying here?
2: Yes, exactly. Well, it's all, here's the thing. Here's my conspiracy theory. It's Mm -hmm. literally all, this is all fodder. This is all stuff for the clapback video. Because remember at the end, I forgot who said something at the end, but some one queen said at the end, said mm-hmm. like, look, we may have problems on the show, but outside the show, y'all are my sisters. And if yeah. anybody comes for you, I'll come for them. And, blah, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, yeah, yes, Queen." Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, my God, that's fucking produced. That is mm-hmm. ridiculously produced. Yeah. There's no way that they would or voluntarily say that. Mm hmm. Voluntarily? Did I say voluntarily? You just I said, said vol- voluntarily. Yeah. 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 Oh, but the whole thing. Yeah. 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 But um,
1: we're going to get there in a second. But first, you know, uh, what? Why don't we move on to the next part right here? Well, I'm trying to think. Let's just take a break right here. It's a little earlier than a couple minutes earlier than usual. But we'll take a break. Okay. And when we come back, we're good because I was going to get to the next segment. You and I are going to analyze the death. This is when they have the reunion And, uh, everyone starts to confront each other about everything that happened over the season. And I know you and I are going to analyze that to death. So why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? And we'll be back right after this. and we're back lori let's jump right into it uh once ruPaul leaves the eliminated queens join the top 3 on the couch for a chat Derek says she needs an apology from India in order to move forward and India obliges. Derek and Mariah call out on China and Mayhem for voting to eliminate themselves. Alexis rehashes her drama with India and Mayhem agrees with Alexis. that There was no campaigning. India claims she came to the conclusion because after the votes were already cast, she was asked by Alexis and Mayhem if she had voted for Shay. Mayhem revealed that she and India had an alliance and Derek relics in the situation. Finally, Shay says all is forgiven because nobody succeeded in getting her out. Lori, your thoughts on this whole reunion rehash drama.
2: Oh, my God. Okay. So first off, let's just say that um, anytime you make me like Derek Barry, I'm going to be pissed off.
3: Uh-huh.
2: And I like Der- Derek Barry in this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, ap- I appreciated the first part where he said apologize and India apologized. I thought that was great. Um, I, I don't know. I thought first off, they played the clip of India saying that Mayhem and Alexis asked her to put Shay's lipstick in. Well,
1: Those I, I would, so you words. know what, hey, Lauren? Let me tell you, you, you don't know this, and I'm gonna tell you this right now. I've pulled the actual clip of the Alexis India, um, um Mayhem showdown, so we'll listen to that later. But what about the okay. other stuff? With like, uh, why don't we talk about? For instance, uh, Derek and the need for an apology from India. What did you think about that?
2: I liked it. I thought that was the only thing that I thought was valid. I liked it. I thought Derek – hey, you know, Derek said, hey, look, in order for us to move forward, I need you to apologize. Okay. And India apologized. Uh,
1: so- and what about this – this was actually a very produced moment where – Mariah and Derek call out on Jaina and Mayhem for voting for themselves. Now, I can understand Derek being pissed at on Gina. Mariah being pissed at Mayhem seemed a little much.
2: It was well, fake, first Mariah, of all. Mariah, both, I think both of them were upset that they went home. I mean, these were two queens that were voted off. Mm-hmm. They didn't vote for themselves. They were voted off. And, you know, shortly after that, two other queens voted for themselves. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean... Again, we'll say, we will say that, um, the way that this is set up, it's supposed to be run as a competition, but this is an audition. This is not a competition. And that is how the producers and the drag queens want to run the show. However, the show itself needs to be run as a competition. Mm -hmm. So you need queens to be cutthroat. You need queens to want to stay in the competition. And none of these queens want to do that. They want to be fair and balanced. And that's why Mayhem was like, I didn't want to vote for India because I didn't want to put her in the bottom um, because I agreed with what we did. If you're in an audition, I could see that happening. In a competition, that's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So I think these queens are running it like they're in an audition. And it's, you know, to me, it's it's idiotic. Mm-hmm. It's sad for me that, that Angina said that she gave essentially gave up at the at the reading which is like one of the first things she did so i feel bad that that's that was it was like that quick that she did the reading and then she was like i'm, I'm done i don't want to be a part of this anymore
1: well that's why i'm saying like the angina stuff the angina Derek problem we and we covered this in a previous episode i totally understand that makes total sense Derek yeah. really wanted to be there and here he goes home on episode one and this person who gave up after the first mini challenge uh, stuck around for another episode. That could be an episode where Derek could have gone even farther, right? And so I could see his anger. The Mariah Mayhem stuff seemed super forced, super not real. Like at Mar- Mayhem had a very good point, which is like she wasn't necessarily giving up. She realized that, you know, she wasn't going to sell out her – uh. Uh that India she felt India had done a good job on the challenge, so she wasn't gonna vote her out.
2: No, that's giving up. That you can, well, you can okay, call Either way, either
1: way. The point Mayhem makes though is Mariah was already gone. So and she but she basically so her, her point was I didn't decide to give up until after Mariah was gone. Right? So yeah. it wasn't like Mariah had a chance anyway. Uh she made Mayhem had made that decision. Before uh, after Mariah had gone home,
2: it was during the competition that they had. So I could see her argument there. The fact yeah, of the yeah. matter is, she still gave up. She did, so, but
1: but, but Mar- Mar- Mariah has no. That's like on to Be mad at Mariah for uh, Mayhem for giving up. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't mean. By the way, Mariah would have just been there one more episode. Does she think? Oh, I would have gone all the way to the end.
2: She does. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, so now let's actually let's because this is the one every. This is the moment of this because this is what everyone is really here for everyone is really here for okay we have alexis we have mayhem everyone that was on the show is here everyone that was there that could talk about an alliance is there let's yes. get to the truth let's talk about what india said we are going to analyze this audio right here because honestly it's the only okay. thing worth talking about this on this episode but here we go
0: okay so i'm gonna go because mine i guess is probably the juiciest so when you got eliminated, uh-huh. I voted for Shay to go home. Be-
1: uh, Alexis is talking to Mariah, by the way. When Mariah got eliminated, she voted for Shay to go home. Here
0: we go. Cause India and you mm-hmm. were in the bottom and I didn't want to vote against my friends.
1: Okay. So now let's make the point here to, 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 to what Alexis is talking about. So when Mariah and India were up for elimination, along with Shay, Alexis is saying that she didn't want to vote for them, because they're both her season three sisters. India had been on season three with her, and uh, Mariah had been on season three with her, and they were friends. She knew which them I, before. I still think bullshit. it's bullshit. It still think it's bullshit, but you have to, because look, here's the deal. You have to accept it, because later Mayhem gives Shay a bullshit excuse, and Shay's like, alright, I accept yeah. that. Which is, okay. I, I,
2: I would have, I would have appreciated the truth, which we all know what it is: is that Shay was in the bottom and they took their shot. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're just never going to admit to it. Yeah. So, all right, here we go. Moving forward to India's
0: elimination day, when we were delivering, she brought the, to Shay to the attention that I was campaigning with Mayhem to send Shay home.
1: What? Okay, first of all, the Mayhem goes. What? It's the fakest. What? That I've ever heard. Mayhem should not be an actor. She's the worst actress I've ever heard. All right.
2: She no look, I don't think that she was involved, but she knew that this was coming out. Yes. Yes. And the fact that she was like she could see her going like what? Like
1: what like looking around, like, did I did who's saying this? What's going on? It's like bitch.
2: You knew this is coming. Yeah. Shut up.
1: All right, here we go. Alexis and Mayhem came to me. Okay, this is the this is the clip. This is the, they're playing they're playing a previously on here. And asked me to put your lipstick in. I did not. Okay, now now
2: we're I think we're okay back. yeah. So let's keep in mind that those are India's words. Mm-hmm. Alexis and Mayhem came to me and asked me to put your lipstick in. Mm-hmm. That's what she's saying.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. All right. Okay. Say, let's That's get rid of Shay. Mm-hmm. I'm not lying, girl. I'm not lying.
2: Okay. All right. So she's climbing. she's still saying it, now, it happened. I will say,
1: if you go back to the original episode, Okay. if you go back to the original episode, but this shows you what a pussy India is, on the couch, when Alexis confronts India on the couch, when they're all there, India does change the story to, but they don't hear it, you know, uh, that afterwards she asked her. So I think, I don't think, india th- i think she was betting that shay wouldn't bring it up on the couches
2: oh yeah you could tell when she brought it up that she was uh, she was shocked that's she what I- this is something that shay will will hold in and no yeah. Shay was not about that this was How what
0: it- i get bringing into anything no this was what it was said i voted for shay but you didn't you didn't ask me to do that
1: as well mayhem miller uh the meryl streep of drag queens yeah que dice?
0: There was no campaigning.
1: I'm confused about that. Yeah. There was no campaigning. Okay, so now I like, guess the onus now is on India. Like, There's Mayhem saying there's no campaigning. Uh Alexis has this called her out. Here we go. There you have it.
0: And I don't know where you get that. And I was very surprised that you said that against me.
1: Well, it's just what I heard. Of- okay, so this is just what I heard. All right, so now okay. India's going to address get- it. Here we go. India's going to address it.
0: On the side of the stage in the seats, you and Alexis both asked, Did I vote Shay out?
2: Okay, so she asked, Did you vote Shay out? Which is what mm-hmm. I said happened.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I was saying that I thought that that's what happened, and she so they didn't say put this was after the elimination, so they didn't say put Alexis's uh Shay's lipstick in, they asked her when she voted. If she voted for shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So why is no one coming for her. For what she said.
1: I would even venture. I remember I told you. India says this on the couch. In that original episode. When she's confronted. She changes the story. right? Even yes. right back then. And I think. it Alexis didn't hear it. Or didn't understand it. And I think maybe if Shay heard it, it, Shay realized it didn't help her narrative now. Does that make sense? Yes. So. Okay. You don't remember that?
0: No. Okay. I said that to you? Alexis was the main one. You were sitting next to her and you said I voted Shay too. Well, all I said is who I voted for. So why is it being brought up like I did something Shay? I thought we were cool. We are. And I sent myself home because I believe so much in our teamwork and what we did.
3: That is
2: a good point. That is a good point. Also, another thing (laughs) is um, she, you could tell, why is nobody calling her out on backtracking? Why are not producers saying, hey, this is what you said to Shay? Producers have told people exactly what they've said in other instances. Why can't they do it now?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Here we go so I'm like wait you're throwing me under
0: the bus all of a sudden? It was not throwing you under the bus okay I'm just making sure well, it's not
1: not well how are you throwing someone under the bus who's already been eliminated
2: yeah that's true
1: how do you throw someone under the bus who's already got run over by the bus
2: well I think it's just in general like yeah. you just called out she just called out that but yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you <clears that.
1: throat> I think what she's saying is you're making me look bad in front of Shay you're giving me a bad yes. name to Shay
2: Okay, I'm it's like. It's
0: close. It's very much like that.
1: You cracker chiming in. Said I said to you.
0: Did you do it after? That's not campaigning. Campaigning is before you go on and vote. And whatever I said after you voted had nothing to do with campaigning. So why I mean, did you choose me? Yeah. That that's I
2: mean that is. Uh. That's. Oh, shit.
1: Okay, let me jump in right here because you lost your words.
2: Regis Philbin just passed away.
1: Regis Philbin just passed away.
2: Philbin, that's what I said. Yeah, well, he was a very old man. Um, yeah, just as sad. I just got an update. I just I get celebrity death updates. Wait, um, wait, wait.
1: <laughs> do you want to? Before we, I go on to what you were saying. Do you want to?
2: Uh, no, I just. I used to watch Regis, his,
1: Phil, Regis Philbin.
2: I used to watch his show when he was on. I used to watch uh, uh, Regis and Kelly, or Regis and Kathy, with my grandma, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah. I'm just it's just sad that he died. He was 88. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's it. Well, let me let me.
1: It is it, 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 Lori. It is important because I will say for me as well. When I was, uh, gosh, maybe 11 or 12. I started watching Regis and Kathy Lee. And this is
2: back in 1970, right? Yeah. Back
1: in 1952, I was, you know, 11 years old and I started watching Regis and Kathy Lee. And I had never seen a host like Regis Filming, where he was very charismatic. And I would say a lot of the things we do on this show or or other shows that we have, where like the first 10 minutes are just us sort of just shooting the breeze, comes directly from. I used to like at the beginning of Regis and Kathy Lee was just sort of Regis and Kathy Lee talking about what happened the previous day or over the weekend and what was in the news and stuff like that. And if you never noticed on all my podcasts, uh, we do like the first 10 minutes or so, we just sort of shoot the breeze. And that is sort of to help people get in the mood for the show, warm them up like you would do in comedy and yeah. uh and I got that idea from Regis and Kathy Lee, and I liked the way how he used to address the audience and also the co host He was a brilliant broadcaster
2: he was also like really funny, and mm-hmm. just like the first person that I saw that wasn't a comedian but yeah. was just a naturally funny person, yeah. you know
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I felt like he um he was also a good roaster. Which is like he he had a way of of kind of making fun of you, but also but at the same time making fun of himself. All right. So yeah, okay. I just well, R I P.
1: Uh, Regis Philbin. All
2: right. You know what's even more more sad? Hmm. I forgot what I was talking about.
1: Well, no, I was actually interrupting you. So like I know I know what okay. I was talking about. So I know okay. you lost your words earlier because you were just so you were so beat up over the death of Regis Philbin. But what I'll tell you is, which I love by the way that you're scrolling the news as you're doing a show, but okay, no, whatever, I was we'll at look my past email. that. Is um, what you could argue is Alexis isn't totally off the hook here. She's right, she's not wrong. But going up to somebody and approaching them after a vote and saying, I voted for Shay, mayhem says, I voted for Shay. Did you vote for Shay? It's not campaigning, but it's laying the groundwork for a campaign. You know,
2: it's yeah. It's it's definitely weird that it wasn't like who did you vote for. Yeah, it was direct. I voted for. I could. I could. I could give you that.
1: Yeah, but But yeah. It. it, it, Yeah. What I'm saying though is, it's laying the groundwork. She did. It's pushing that envelope, man. It is like she's. They're basically testing out. You know, if you're down, we could start doing this. Because we voted for Shay. So even if she survives this round in a subsequent round. If she gets in the bottom. If she gets in the bottom and there are fewer people in the competition, we could get together and get her out. You know?
2: Oh, I was going to say that one of the things that uh, pissed me off about this whole thing was Miss Cracker. When she interjects, she goes, it kind of looks like that. Like she's mugging for the camera. Yes, I I
1: know. She just wants to be in the gifts. She wants to make it into Jake Yancey videos. All right. Any other. uh, Now, now Shay does finally, all of a sudden Shay is cool as a cucumber. Like all of a sudden she, it's weird because it's almost like everyone's deferring to Shay already as the winner. Yeah. They're already like, Oh, Shay's going to win this. Like it's now it's in the top three. It's like, they're already deferring to her. Like this is the winner.
2: Here's the thing that pisses me off about this whole thing Mm -hmm. is that, Shea, Alexis and Mayhem putting Shea's lipsticks in the box makes it look like it is them taking something away from Shay mm-hmm. that she should be getting, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blair putting Jujubee's lipstick in the box. Eh, it's just, you know, she just voted for her. It's nothing, no big deal. Yeah,
1: the way What's the it? show, it's the way the show plays it is it's as if I said, If I told all the afterthought media personalities, hey, I bought a bunch of different donuts. There's all kinds of donuts, right? Yeah. And you said, hey, everyone, I really like apple fritters. And everyone's like, oh, that's fine. Uh, We don't like apple fritters, right? Okay, you can have it. And then you go to the donuts and somebody takes your apple fritter. That's the way Shay acts. As if like, I called this. And you're like. Yeah. No, bitch, we all wanted the apple fritter.
2: Yeah. I said shotgun. So yeah, you guys that's have exactly let me go what for it is. It.
1: That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Shay is saying I called shotgun. Why are you that's a better, that's a better metaphor. I called shotgun. How fucking dare. Well now dare I you? want an apple fritter. So <laughs> how fucking dare you? I called shotgun. What's wrong with you? That's what it really feels like. Shay yeah. feels, and she's made it known that because Sasha Valor. Did her homework and came out with a badass lip. Now you can have it's almost like hate the game, not the player, right? Yes. Where like you can be mad, like okay, the show changed the format and you had to do this new thing. So you just thought and did a, you went out and did a badass traditional lip sync where Sasha Velour thought three steps ahead. Okay, and you lost. You yes. lost. Yes, I feel sorry for you because that was the first time they ever did that. So you didn't know to do that, but you lost. In, yes. in, within the confines of the rules of the game, you lost. And you guess lost. what? Guess what? There are, uh, let me see, take 12, there are 24 other drag queens who've also lost. Okay. Yes. What I mean is the other second and third place winners.
2: Look at Asia O'Hara. I feel like I feel bad for Asia O'Hara more than I feel bad for anybody else. I mean, she, she was doing really well. Mm-hmm. She made it to the finale. Yeah. She had what she thought was going to be this kick-ass finale mm-hmm. showcase. Yeah. It was a dud. Mm-hmm. And she she's now forever marked as, like, she was doing great. Yeah. And now she's ever marked as the girl who tried to have butterflies come out of her but boobs. What, and it failed.
1: What, what, what's so funny is, what would people say if Asia showed up with the same level of entitlement that Shay? – I'm sorry, if Asia did, that Shay does – where she's like, well, my butterflies didn't come out of the, uh, in trap that I have. So now I deserve everyone get out of the fucking way. Don't ever vote against me because that crown is mine. I called it shotgun because the butterflies didn't come. People actually would be like, no, what? Fuck you, bitch. No, right.
2: That's no. It's so
1: weird. But, uh, yeah. and by the way, I just want, I always want to make it clear. But I don't know why I'm so I'm sensitive about race right now at these times. Alaska had the same sense of entitlement and uh, Trixie had the same sense of entitlement. shangel had the same sense of entitlement. Uh, Manila and Latrice had the same sense of entitlement. It's not just, I'm not saying, because that, I will say, the reason I'm baking it out is a lot of times, very unfairly, in fact, almost all the time, very unfairly, people of color are, when they gun for something, are accused of being entitled. In this particular competition, it happens with, People who were supposed to win their season and didn't, they have a sense of entitlement when they go to All-Stars. Lori, you have a thought. Go ahead.
2: Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I disagree with you in, in, in a one area where I think that confidence in this competition is key. I think yeah. you need to go in there thinking you're going to win. Cause mm-hmm. if you don't, you end up like Angina, who just crumbles and votes for herself. Right. I think you need to go in there. Now, where I, where I feel like your entitlement comes into play. Is specifically with, uh, Shay, Shay's lipstick being put in a box. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of entitlement is the thing that makes me go, okay, well, now you just are ridiculous because I'm fine with her thinking that she should win. I'm fine with it because I think Juju beef. Should, should think she should win. I think yeah. Juju B thinks she should win. I think Miss Cracker should think she should win. Mm-hmm. I think all these queens think they should win in order to make it to the finale. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a competition yeah. and you get put in the bottom mm-hmm. and somebody votes for you mm-hmm. and you act like they are stealing something stealing. from you. Yeah. That is something that I am just like, you, that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You cannot have that attitude. And then and will sh- and then it reflects so poorly on her when Juju bees gets put in the lipstick this this episode and she's just like ah it's fine don't worry about it it's fine yeah. if, if Shay's lipstick had been put in that she would have she would have freaking thrown the box mm-hmm. she would have been so pissed that Shay's lipstick had been put in there. Yeah, That her lipstick had been. So I just think it's so... I do think there's a little bit of an entitlement. But I think you need a little bit of entitlement to make it into this competition. To make it further. It's just when you get to the competition part of it. That you... And you start having these reactions like, They should do this to me. I I deserve this. You are stealing something from me. That's when I'm like, Okay. Calm down. It's a competition. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, that's why I started thinking, I think these queens honestly think this is an audition. I don't think they think this is a competition.
1: Well, honestly, it is an audition if you think about it. But, yeah. but, but, but what I'm saying is, yeah, if Shay would have told Alexis, oh, you voted for me? Okay, bitch, it's on next time. You know, whatever. That's fine. That's right? fine. But there was a whole, you're right. There was a whole thing of like, I want this crown. And oh, bitch, you are going to vote for me? <laughs> Okay, well.
2: And then and look, Shay was the one who goes, "Why did you put my lips to both Alexis and Mayhem? Did B ask Blair why she put her lipstick in?" No, because that's part of the competition. Yeah, I would have been,
1: "Why did you put Mayhem's lipstick in?" Yeah.
2: yeah. Why 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 is it now everybody only Shay has to have clarification. But this is
1: ha- by the way, this has happened on every season and I and I actually sort of blame All Stars too. I blame them and I don't blame them. Right, which is All-Stars 2 had the rules flipped on them as well. That was when they first announced that they were going to be doing that the queens eliminate each other. And it was, if you believe the narrative, dropped on them right before they went backstage. So they had to immediately backstage during the jury part of it. Right then, this brand new uh, bombshell was dropped on them. They had to decide how to play the game. And that was then that they sort of made a semi-team consensus Or cast consensus that they would go on track record this is a new thing we'll go on track record we don't know how to do this we'll go on track record and it seems like every season when the the front runners want to use track record because of course they want to rely on their track record the people who don't do so well don't want to use track record and there's always this conflict and but but what's what's funny is the front runners and the entitled cast members who feel that this is their birthright to have this uh, Drag Race Hall of Fame entry. Um, Always, all of a sudden now their track record all of a sudden now, but Shay just won. Right. Yeah. And I think someone uh, April made this point, which Shay's point, Shay's entire point this season was that she unfairly lost the crown in season nine because it should have gone on track record and she had the best track record season 9 and she didn't win. But by that yeah. token she should then give up the crown and give it yeah. to Cracker
2: because Cracker Obviously. had the best track record. Obviously I didn't have the best track record. So. Yeah, yeah, Shay
1: didn't have the best track record so she should give up the crown and give it to Cracker.
2: Or why is she not saying, whoa, the I'll,
1: I'll accept the crown but that's fucked up. Cracker should have won because she had the best track. All of a sudden now these track record people, when it behooves them, all of a sudden now is no longer a track record. It reminds yeah. me of Donald Trump. Donald oh, Trump, yeah. before the election, before his first election, was like, this vote he rigged, when he thought he was going to lose to Hillary, was like, this is rigged. This is, uh, fake votes, all this stuff, right? And then he wins and they ask him about that. And he goes, well, I won. So now I have no complaint. It worked out in my favor, like literally openly said that. And that's sort of what it's like. It's very, um, make America, make drag great again.
2: Well, I don't think it's that bad, but yeah, I agree. I think that it's, you know, I think it's, it's hypocritical. I think it's just basically whoever, however you get to the finale and however you win, that's, Mm -hmm. that's the correct way to do it. Yeah. Yes. But what
1: I'm saying is it doesn't make any sense I could. I could no. I'm just that. telling you no, that's I their could, justification. I understand that, but but then Shay has no business being like, well, I can't believe I was just knocked over by a bunch of rose petals.
2: Yeah. Well. Yeah. She's got to like it. Hopefully now she lets that go. Well, I, I will, will say, say that she that doesn't
1: was, go. She doesn't hold it against Sasha personally. I should make that clear. They're they're very good friends.
2: I uh, there was brought up in the chat room that um the reason why Juju B wasn't necessarily upset because it wasn't it wasn't a determination to go home. You know, Shay could have potentially gone home, I guess. And so mm-hmm. the fact that Juju B's name was put in it was just one and there were you know, she's still there, sort of thing. So I do see that. But at the same time, I would love to see what Shay would say if Shay's name was put put in oh, she would lose her fucking shit. Who voted for me? Who did so, that? You know, I'm just saying. I don't think. I think it's. Uh, if if yeah. Blair, I'm telling you this right now.
1: If Blair would have put Shay, because it's Blair who voted for Juju Did you see Juju ask Blair who the fuck voted for me? No. No. If Blair would have voted Shay, even though she was eliminated, Shay would have been like, "Why'd you vote for me?"
2: Even though, by the way, yeah. Shay
1: just voted for Blair.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I agree. No, I, I I agree. I think it's ridiculous.
1: All right, let's move on. Uh, For the dance rehearsal, on the main stage, the final three work with guest judge Tondrick Hall. Juju, and Cracker struggle while Shay shines. Uh, After the dance rehearsal, each finalist joins RuPaul and Michelle Visage for a segment on their podcast, What's the Tea? Juju reveals that she is much more focused since becoming sober. Ms. Cracker says that her drag is meaningful to the state of the world because everyone has something to fight for. And Shay states that if she wins, it will prove that if you keep trying, you can do anything. Lori, your thoughts on the rehearsal, your thoughts on the podcast recording.
2: Um, uh, well, first off again, I, I, I guess maybe it's a soundproof stage now that I think about it, but I still can't imagine that that open space is a good place for a podcast.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but it just seemed to me so fake, you know, like I don't, I don't know the, the mechanics of it and I know that they had all that equipment, so maybe it was real, but it just seemed so fake.
1: Why do you assume that the microphones are on?
2: That's Well, that's the thing is, like, the way that they had it set up, the way that they really didn't kind of move the microphones, the way that they didn't have any headphones on, Mm -hmm. the fact that it just seemed like they were super quick about interviewing everybody. And it was all stuff they had talked about in the workroom. So it wasn't really anything that I was like, oh, that's new. I didn't know that, you know. Mm -hmm. I just, it felt really fake to me. Um But, I mean, again, it's one of those things where Jujubee makes any, no matter what it is, she makes it interesting. Mm -hmm. And I I will say, Jujubee made it funny. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I mean, take uh, RuPaul going, oh, here's some Tic Tacs left over. And Jujubee goes, that was 10 years ago. Like... The lines that she has when Derek is in the when they're getting ready for the runway and Derek goes, Oh, let me let me sit next to you like old times. And Juju B goes, that was one day. Like, you know, like she just has she's so funny. And it's just like one of those things where I I I think what I'm gonna miss most about this about watching it is watching Juju B. I think Juju B yeah. is just such so, so funny. And I hope that she gets so much out of this because she is just she's just a talent. And Shay too. I think Shay is is great. I think well we'll get to it, but Todrick is annoying. Um
1: stop filibustering.
2: All right. <laughs>
1: How long is this speech for? Let's go on with this. I speech.
2: didn't like his 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 Cisco esque hair. Yeah, Do you remember Cisco?
1: Oh yeah. What's so funny is I remember with Cisco, he's the one that had the song the Thong Song.
2: Yeah. Remember, thong, Thong Long Long.
1: But I remember they did a um uh uh, a Cribs episode with him, and he had g- put a gold elevator, and his- I'm like, "You had one song. You're really
2: oh, <laughs> how long yeah. do you think this is gonna I think last?" He definitely like MC hammered his financial yeah. situation. Oh,
1: I'm sure. uh Okay, let's talk about this Todrick Hall. So there have been talking. Like, oh, Todrick was nice this time. Mm-mm. This Todrick is such an opportunist, and like I said, I think I said this at the top of the show. He is only nice to them because they're already popular queens. Cracker, Jujubee, and Shay are already very popular queens. So he can respect them because they have, uh, social media and social, um, in terms of social politics, they have clout. So of course he's nice to them. He's only nice to people who can do things for him or are important. He is not a nice person. No. Uh, he wasn't
2: even that nice to them. No he he was like he kind you could tell he kind of was like over like he really he kind of was focusing on Shay like you i knew when Todrick was doing Shay's choreography that she was going to be the winner because it seemed like they he was focusing so much on Shay and he was making fun of uh, Juju Again, this brings up my whole issue with with the rehearsals in general. These people are learning these moves for the first time, mm-hmm. and Todrick Hall is acting like they should have known it and they should have come in ready.
1: But that's what I'm talking about. When you see who's the choreographer, what's the name of the choreographer that I love? Can someone put it in the chat room, Lori? Tell me what it is when you see it. Uh, okay. there's a choreographer I'm that both I love.
2: Chat rooms, so I'll let you know.
1: Okay, there's a there's a choreographer I love. I can't remember what his name is. And uh Jamal Sims, it's Jamal Sims, Jamal oh. Sims, who is a legit choreographer. He does big things. If you notice when he works with the girls, he's always trying to make them look good. He's he does, he's very, very patient in the rehearsals. He's not trying to talk shit on them. He is not like making fun of them. Like it's like, what can we do? Oh, you're injured. What how can we work this? so that we can make you look good. And that's, I think, to be honest with you, I think the mark of a truly great choreographer is not the only just the, by the way, I know nothing, I can't even walk across the room gracefully, but what I will tell you, I think the mark of a true great choreographer is someone who can adapt, who can design a great dance, but can also adapt when things happen. I remember I had a great personal trainer, and as we can see, very a success story, but, uh... What, but I remember one time I hurt my shoulder and she asked me to do, it. I'm like, Oh, I hurt my shoulder. And she's like, Okay, then we'll do this. And she was able to do a different exercise that didn't use the shoulder as much, but did the same essential thing. Right. Yeah. And so it's the same thing with Jamal Sims. I've seen, when I've seen him work with him, when there is a drag queen who is injured or maybe has a previous injury or can't do something, he'll go, Okay, well, what if we do this? Where Todrick, yes, Todrick designed very elaborate set pieces for these, uh, for this number. But it's like you either do it or that's it. You're fucked. That's sort of his yeah. approach. If you have to adapt, there's no adapting. He's designed it. He's that. You're just doing it, okay? Yeah. And he's not. And, and also, when we when we get to the final number, I'm gonna even say that the way the dance is designed is poor choreography. Even though it may look really sharp, I'm gonna tell you why it was poor choreography. Oh, it but looked what,
2: like crap to me. What, yeah, I was what, like. I thought it looked terrible, and I felt so bad for Juju and Cracker because I felt like they got the shit stick.
1: They did. I'll tell you why when we get to that in a second. But um, it, look, the, and people are saying he's nice because he laughed at, because he like when they said a comment, he didn't just give him an evil stare; he actually laughed. Huh?
2: Well, what's her? Fra- I didn't know that. I didn't know whacking was a thing, but I thought it was. I liked. I liked that the arm thing, and she and uh, uh, Shay said that she's really into whacking. He goes, "I'm really into whacking too." Oh my god, you would have thought that. Freaking, uh, you know, uh, yes, Dane Cook, on. Regis Philman Yeah, Regis Philbin had showed up. Why did you call him Regis Philbin? I'm saying Philbin. Uh, in
1: terms of the podcast recording, this is the stupidest thing ever. Uh, first of all, th- th- now RuPaul's just given up. RuPaul's just given up now because uh, she used to just do show up and drag to the podcast recording which she doesn't do in real life but i know but at least for that day now she's just well, a boy she had
2: a nice shoot. she had a nice suit on didn't she she yes. had that suit on her client
1: so. epstein yeah. and parker suit uh-huh yeah um but by uh, the way
2: bt mm-hmm. dubs can yeah. i just say that that is a pet peeve of mine and i know it's not other people's faults but it's literally like i'll walk up to see somebody and be like oh i love that backpack where did you get it and be like oh i was vacationing in Gerstadt and i picked it up and it's like why can't you just say target? Like just fucking tell me a thing. It's just like, I hate, I hate when people are like, Oh, where did you get that jacket? Oh, I was in an Australia and I found it in a little hut. And that's like, Oh my God. So yeah, that annoyed me. I had a custom made blow me. So,
1: uh, I feel we just don't learn anything during the podcast. It's like we learned absolutely no information at all.
2: No, it was all stuff that had been talked about before. Yeah. Uh, All
1: right, let's move on. It's elimination day and the queens talk statistics and argue about who wants to win the most. Juju discusses her difficulties with dancing. Shay shares about her nerves and Cracker confesses her lack of confidence. There was really nothing to it for this elimination day for me. There was nothing. It was just blah, blah, blah. Let's blow each contestant. Have have the other contestants say wonderful things about each of the top three.
2: Yeah. So that was cool.
1: it. Yeah. All right. So now here's what we're gonna do. RuPaul welcomes guest judge Todrick Hall to the main stage for the stage production of Clap Back. Let's actually, Laurie, I have it queued up. Let's take a look and we'll listen here to Clap Back. So either you're listening or you're seeing this. Um. But let's actually take a look at and and uh. Why don't we look at it and we'll pause along the way, Laurie, and okay. uh. We'll watch Clap Back. Here we go. So we're going to do that. You're going to hear the audio too at home and we'll pause along the way, especially after each verse. We'll talk about each verse. Okay. Okay. And also this is where I'll comment on the choreography too. All right, here we go. By the way, Gaga doing just straight up, she's doing a better, I mean, sorry, Cracker doing a better Gaga right now than when she was on Snatch Game of Love. But, okay, here we go. All right, so here we go. The first verse is going to be Juju, <coughs> excuse me, with a bunch of guys in, um looks like, um, subdom like uh, B- uh yeah. bdsm gear all right it here we like
2: go gay mad max
1: yeah and this is actually the first when i started to realize this is bad choreography i'll tell you why in a second But let's actually take a look for a little bit here first of all i'm sorry I stopped right there this world of wonder so fucking cheap again in the background is that same fucking uh beauty uh yeah, like the they makeup, use that for the, everything now. Season twelve, see, all starts they use already and all like they they fucking use that that piece a million times. All right, here you go.
3: Girl, it's me to be your best friend until you act like fresh
0: and sweet. I'm the queen from out to mouth, and I'll attack. Try to keep cute, but it's true. I'm the queen who will clap back. Bitches wanna talk about me all right. I got my girls with me tonight. Oh. Definitely cut back,
3: get your
1: girl side. All right, I'm gonna stop right here. Here's why this is terrible choreography. It is not showcasing Jujubee at all. In fact, this is the first time no. I've actually really concentrated on looking at her, and it's not just because the guys are hot, but I'm paying more attention to the backup dancers than her.
2: Yes, yeah, and also she, it. I mean, unfortunately, she has str- she struggles with it, and you can mm-hmm. tell. And I think a choreographer's. Uh, goal like you had said earlier is to make sure that they have things that accentuate their goods the good the good in them the mm-hmm. things that they can do yeah and she said specifically in the in the rehearsal that she couldn't do it so the fact that they kept it in and then you know i don't know i yeah i didn't like i didn't like that part because i felt like she kind of was done dirty a little bit Feel like, yeah, she, well, she tried her best.
1: Yeah, and I don't know who, who helps them with the outfits, but her outfit doesn't stand out as much. With it's, it's black, and they're wearing dark, so it's hard for her to stand out.
2: And the lighting is dark. Mm-hmm.
1: Ter- totally lost in this dance. Totally lost. I, this is the first time I've actually really watched it. And she does fine, but, yeah, her choreography doesn't really push her. Here we go.
2: And then there was, like, lo- the lines in there, they say them so fast that so you can barely hear kind of what they're saying. There's yeah. parts of the song that I like. I like the intro, mm-hmm. but the, then when they get into the actual, like, stuff they say things so fast that you're like oh i don't i don't think that i can
3: yeah all right here so. we go
2: back,
0: mind,
1: twice, See, so right here by the way so a lot of people have talked about this twerking moment right here i'll pause it this it really shows difference in what guys like i'm sorry to can be a gay moment right here Lori. this little number right here that we're looking at he's the smooth twink yes right i'm all about this right i'm like oh my god that is so hot right then we go over here this is all Taylor the Latte Boy style. Taylor loves a hairy thigh, leg, and butt, and this guy is complete polar opposite from the other guy. Totally hairy. Taylor's mouth is watering looking at this. I can tell you right now. A little bit of gay insight there. I'm uh-huh, okay. Uh, do do lesbians like are there lesbians who like like a smooth vagina versus a hairy vagina? Yeah. Which one do you prefer?
2: I prefer less hair. But um not, not just bald. because I feel like Not shaved bald what? though.
1: Not shaved bald.
2: Um Oops. I prefer. well, on mine I like to have it waxed. Oh really? I don't like I don't like the feeling of, like right now I haven't been able to get mine waxed in a while and I don't like mm-hmm. the feeling of having hair down there. Mm. It just feels really swampy. So. Ooh, wow. um, I just
1: somehow became more gay. <laughs> All right, here we go. But uh yeah that bag. Uh. yeah totally they, they threw glitter she was still buried
2: hate is all right
1: now that we're gonna look at okay we're gonna look at cracker <sighs> there is a guy in this scene again who told he's not he's a fine dancer he's great i think it's his look his hair is very blonde he's very tall and very white and totally pulls focus from Cl- cracker
2: Oh, you're saying the guy right behind her?
1: Yeah, it's it's totally. A, this is a this is not this guy's fault. It's a casting problem. They should have never put him in this number. In fact, he probably should have been in Juju. No, I think in anything you would have put him in, he would have pulled focus. It's um, too dark.
2: It's yeah, too it's dark too dark, dark and
1: he's he saying that too much. He also looks like Dana Carvey as Garth, and yes. uh, and also what every Republican thinks gay people look like. Like if you yes. ask... and it
2: was, mm-hmm. it's weird that there were all women and then him.
1: Yeah too. and also he's just said such a distinct look you know that it pulled focus from Cracker so it was hard for me to look at Cracker that's Tadrick's casting problem you know
2: I'm looking at him
0: winner? The passed over is a chosen lady She's not on the track with Juju and Shady Huh Where are the jokes the jokes that you come for my girls when you broke to all the guys who love you we live
1: for See one a clap back world tour no. I don't remember. Even now, I don't remember anything crackers done. I'm looking at him. I
2: will also say that say that I didn't. I don't think this outfit was good for her. I felt like it really Mm -hmm. shrunk her down, and it almost made her feel like she has like she was like. I don't know, she just had it just made her limbs look short. I don't know. It just didn't do really do a good job. Yeah. When she finally took off the dress, I was like, Oh, okay, that's good.
1: Even now I don't remember anything about that. And looking at it, I don't remember this. So it, it does cracker dirty. Like yeah. I'm not paying attention to Cracker. Like here's actually a really good moment. And I'm I'm not there's a black guy and who pulls focus from Cracker and then a super white guy on the other side of her, and I'm not paying attention to her and paying yeah. attention to them
3: that
1: bag. Uh, yeah. okay so so far like both cracker and Jujubi have been done dirty by todrick
2: here's the thing though too is is both of them have not had cracker and jujubee have not had really good entrances no i mean jujubee had to walk from the middle to the to this to her to her spot right mm-hmm. so she didn't really have to get a good entrance into leading into her song mm-hmm. and Cracker was just sort of stirring stuff, so hers wasn't really like that. So this is the first time we see Shay, and she has the best lead in to her song we've seen of the other two. Yeah.
1: But that's the thing is, look at this outfit and her blonde hair is in stark contrast to the other dancers who yeah uh, have intentionally they're 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 backup dancers, which is what they should be, and they're not pulling focus from
2: Shay. Yeah. So Shay Which, is I more mean, of the focus, yeah. Do you think that that's a, a choice Shay made or do you think that's a choice that was made for her?
1: I don't know, because obviously <laughs> they have to choose the costumes for the other contestants, you know? So, yeah. uh I think it's the it's a production thing. All
3: right,
0: here we go. Girl,
1: None of the lyrics are spectacular, Steven
3: by the way.
2: Also, this is just objectively better choreography. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they're doing their and which you know you can say that she has she's a better dancer, so mm-hmm. that's fair. But it's also, I mean, I don't think Juju would. I, I think Juju B could have been carried around mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and the fact that they were willing to spin her and do all that stuff. I think I, I think that kind of elevates her her in this song and makes her look better and sh- shines through. So I well, think it, again, I think it was a favoritism. Look,
1: it ultimately mind. comes down to. Todrick wasn't because what you're saying and it's true is Juju and Cracker aren't as good of dancers. Fine, right? That's fine. Yeah, and Shay is a better dancer. Fine. So I think a better choreographer would be like, I want to make these Queens shine, but I also want to, I don't want I want to be as fair as possible. I don't want one to shine above the others. Right? Yes. Even though it would make, someone might look at Jamal Sims, choreography and be like, Oh, that's a little boring. But he's like, well, these Queens can't do that much. And I have one who can, but you know, that's not fair with Tondrick. He doesn't give a shit. He wants to do what he wants to do. And he cares. In other words, and this is a very subtle difference. Here is this whole number doesn't highlight the queens; it highlights Todrick's choreography. Okay. Yes,
2: it's not about the queens. This is their this is their maxi challenge. Hmm. And you are this is and it doesn't matter what they do. Yeah. Like they're almost telling them it. This is it's just a performance. Yeah. But this is supposed to be under the guise of a maxi challenge.
1: Yeah. No. This is. A Tadric Hall joint, and he's going to show you off his choreography. So yeah, Juju and and Cracker, you can't do that much. Oh, you're going to get shittier choreography. Shay, you can do more. We're going to make you shine because it makes me shine, and all Tadric cares about is himself. All right, here we go. Yes. Like right now, Tadric's masturbating to how good this looks to him. But but meanwhile, because that's why Shay's or the other ones aren't the focus is because he just cares about how he looks. Yeah. So yeah. he's proud of this number. This is all lazy choreography right now, just marching.
2: Yeah. Well, now because he he has to do it for everybody. Yeah. So. And you see all these. Here's the here's here's why I'll point out that this is bad choreography. You rarely see a full front view of what's happening. You usually yeah. just see cuts of the queens from different angles. Well, this is
1: very like the end of a Disney stage show choreography. Yeah.
2: This is choreography you
1: would see at a Disney show. Yeah, right here. Like if the Disney did RuPaul's Drag Race, that would be this. Uh yeah, probably one of the weakest all-star numbers I've ever uh seen.
2: And it didn't matter. That's the thing that pisses me off the most is why wasn't there a runner up? Why the way, did they why didn't uh, they pick somebody from this seat, this uh, this song and say, "Okay, the person who I'm not who's who is the two people who are going up into the finals into the lip sync for your life are Shay and Jujube or Shay and Miss Cracker mm-hmm. and then have Shay and whoever lip sync for the crown like mm-hmm. scene for your legacy <clears throat> why is it all three of them that that's asinine yeah this made no It made no sense
1: uh I forgot what I was gonna say but, uh, all right, well, let's uh, – okay, so then they had the looks. You know, we've been running really long, so why don't we just do um, a general take on the looks here.
2: The looks, the well, category I usually was, like to do an in-depth look on the uh, – kind of like go into it. I mean, we're pretty much known for our look commentary, We are.
1: Every, I know everyone waits for it, uh, but uh, too, too bad we're running out of time. Uh, the category was All-Star Eleganza. All the other queens got to come out, and that was I like that, actually. That was a very nice touch but yeah. all the queens got to rock the runaway in the order that they were eliminated. I thought that was fantastic. <clears throat> and, uh, uh, Lori, your thoughts, uh, on, uh, let's just focus on the looks of the final three Jujubee, Miss Cracker and Shay Koolay. Did you have any big thoughts on there?
2: I love Jujubee's look. Yeah. I thought her look was great. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest I can't remember what Shay's look like. Uh not Shay, uh, Miss Cracker. And mm-hmm. I like Shay's look. But I felt like it was kind of similar to other looks we've seen. Mm-hmm. I felt like Juju Bees was, was like the first time that we'd seen her in that kind of outfit. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's it.
1: All right. Let's move on back on the main stage. The finalists receive a video message from All Stars 4 co-winners Monet Exchange and Trinity the Tuck. Next, RuPaul announces that all three will lip sync for the crown. The song, Make Me Feel by Janelle Monet. In the end, RuPaul announces that the newest inductee to the Drag Race Hall of Fame. It's Shay, Kool-Aid, Lori, Rock Any final thoughts on the episode? Is there anything we didn't cover? Anything you want to talk about? I
2: was Kool-Aid, telling I I mean. Kathy when we were watching Who's the lip Kathy? sync. I said my aunt. Okay. I was telling my Aunt Kathy when we were watching the lip sync that uh shout out to my Aunt Kathy. Um <laughs> the, that uh that it's this is either gonna be a redemption story for Shay mm-hmm. or an upset with Miss Cracker, like, okay. or not Miss Cracker, uh, uh, Jujubee, that Jujubee was going to, because based off the lip sync, because we realized, I realized that soon uh, that the lip sync might be the thing that, that picks it. Right. Mm-hmm. And Shay, I felt like did a weird thing with the robot. I did not get that at all. Mm-hmm. And I thought Jujubee was doing great. And I thought, Oh, well maybe Jujubee has this. And then when they said, Shay, I go, Oh, this was, this has been a redemption tale this entire time. Yeah. that Shay was going to win this entire and then it kind of made me feel a little cheated because it was like oh so it didn't, it didn't matter what they did
1: never matter what it did
2: Juju B could have gone up there and cleaned her feet for mm-hmm. five minutes yeah. and, and she she still wouldn't you know yeah because
1: I would say that first of all let's talk about the song it's a fantastic song I love this song right
2: oh I love, love. I love Janelle Monet. yeah
1: uh, love this song, but I don't... Oh, much like last week, I don't know how good of a lip-sync song it is. What's funny is I, there's there's a remix, I feel, that's a better version of the lip-sync song. Oh, really? Yeah, let me see if I can find it. Go ahead.
2: I actually thought it was an okay good uh, okay song to lip-sync to. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you can tell from Juju Jujube Jujubee was given in her all. I thought she was doing a great job lip-syncing. Mm-hmm. Um, she certainly was doing better than any of the lip assassins we've seen so in this season
3: mm-hmm.
2: um but yeah i i actually kind of i like the song but um
1: okay can i, I play yeah, you this it's the e, it's the edx dubai skyline remix of make me feel it's a little more upbeat. Okay. here we go you ready we're gonna listen to this a little okay. bit of it here we go this is, this is a remix it's not the one from last night i think they should have done this version here we go oh
2: <laughs> right off the gate yeah you can dance to this Baby, don't make me spell it out for you All the feelings that I got for
3: you
1: We'll take it to the hook
3: Can't explain what I can try for you Yeah, baby, don't make me spell it out for you you keep on asking me the same questions I can guess it all my intentions. Yeah, should go by the way I use my compression, but you got the answers to my confessions. Corey's getting into this. Here he goes.
2: yeah i like that, that that's a I better that lip sync
1: version that they should have done that uh for the lip sync uh because that's just it's just a more lip synky day they could do more with it you know uh yeah. and so anyway so that's that's sort of the part that was surprising for me
2: yeah i was i was uh, i was upset uh, you know what it reminds me of i think i've told this story a bunch before
3: mm-hmm.
2: but there was a team so i used to perform at this theater called io and you Mm -hmm. auditioned you can audition individually or you can audition as a team to get on what's called a herald team which is like this the the theater's team Uh okay and this team auditioned and the artistic director really liked this team and he was like look unless they shit the bed they're getting on it they're getting on a herald team Mm -hmm. we're gonna put them through And they did the show and it was probably one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my entire improv shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And afterwards they leave and the artistic director goes, they shit the bed, but I'm still going to put them on. And I feel like that is exactly what RuPaul did with Shay. RuPaul was like, even if Shay shits the bed, Mm -hmm. I'm going to, or even if Shay doesn't shit the bed, I'm going to do. And then she goes out and does the robot. And Shay's still like, you know what? I'm still going to pick her as a winner. Yeah. You know, I
1: also feel like, uh, I mean, they had to give it to her just with the storyline they had given her. I mean, they had so, once she won, I mean, we all saw this coming, but it just really got crystallized when she won. I was like, it's the, they need that redemption arc. It was exactly the redemption arc they wanted, which is she was robbed in season nine and now she has her crown. And, and that redemption arc, you might, you might say, well, Cracker has a redemption arc for beating her head. The, mm. uh, no, that's a better storyline than Cracker gets too much in her head,
2: you know? Well, also, do you think that, I mean, do you think that maybe that's, this is opening the door to Jujubi being brought back to an all-star season? But This is her second time
1: around. How many times can she come back? I know, but. I, I really think that they should do a thing at DragCon. I really do think this, and this is my idea, is that they should do a thing at DragCon Where they actually have real Drag Race Hall of Fame inductees, they don't have to go through the competition. Maybe, maybe the rule is you have to have been on the competition, on the All Stars competition.
2: Oh, on All Stars? On All Stars,
1: it to be really on have been on All Stars, but you didn't win the whole thing, but you're an inductee into the Drag Race Hall of Fame. Maybe because there's so many, like Latrice Royale should be in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. Okay.
2: Well, why don't we make a Drag Race Recap Hall of Fame? You know what? We...
1: That's what we're gonna do.
2: Uh, um,
1: Humble Pie and producer Luke Damon, can you make a note that we are gonna create a podcast called the Drag Race Recap Hall of Fame? Thank you. I don't know oh, what's gonna know come know it's gonna out. I don't know what's. Yeah, I don't even know what's gonna happen. But oh, it's gonna be a uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I
2: thought it would just be like a thing that you and, and also
1: and also in the notes, make sure that I created that and one hundred percent came up with that idea. Thank you. And no one else came up you know, with that idea.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And write
1: in the notes. Remember, Joe, when you said that.
2: Okay. Can you also write down that I didn't harass the comeback?
1: No, write don't that write down? that part. Actually, uh, can you write that? Make sure no. you put a note in
2: there.
1: That mm, you didn't. I don't. I don't uh, like that note. Uh, any other final thoughts on this episode or on the season, Lori? On the episode and the season because this is the
2: season finale. I gotta be honest. I think the finale tainted the season for me. Yeah, I felt like horrible.
1: F- it's the worst of the All star finales ever.
2: I felt like I was I was kind of middling, more enjoying than not enjoying the season so far. But then now the season made, made it seem like this has been the this has been the case since the beginning. You know, they have been wanting Shay to win since the beginning, and I don't know. I just I feel like uh, I feel I feel it was you cheated Juju B out of out of a potential win mm-hmm. because she came out. And she was a big star. And
1: uh yeah. would be in that uh, Drag Race uh, Hall of Fame, or Drag Race Recap Hall of Fame. You
2: how know, how are you going to do a podcast based off of it, though?
1: Well, that's why I'm an innovator, Lori, and think of these things, oh. and you don't. So, oh. uh, what you know, it's it's so funny. Is yeah, this it, it, on the judges panel, somebody said I don't remember who it was that this was the strongest finale in the history of finales or something I'm like. Are you trying to convince us or yourself?
2: I think they said the runway.
1: Oh, the runway? Which I could see because
2: I thought I liked the runway.
1: Mm, I've seen stronger runways. Look, I know know Carson said that Juju's look was one of the best looks he's ever seen in his life on any runway. Don't get me wrong. It was a great look and I would even say maybe even iconic for the series. But I can think of looks that were pretty good too. All right? Yeah. Calm down there, Carson. Uh, yeah. All right. Any other final thoughts, Laurie? We're going to close the book, closing the chapter right here on uh, all stars season five.
2: No, that's it. I'm going to do a miss cracker. I got nothing. Mm-hmm. So, that's well, me. Laurie, I mean, I
1: guess that's the sort of the end of our time together. Are you, are you really, are you sad that, uh, you know, cause we're, I mean, this, you're an all stars person. You're not really like, when will I, will I, I mean, I can't even think of a time where I will talk to you again.
3: Oh,
2: Oh my God! It's the Boulet brothers. Wait, the Boulet Blab- are they coming back? Hello, stupid. Hi, are you guys coming back?
1: Right now, we're in our crypts, sleeping peacefully, waiting for that time when we can suck on the blood of drag queens everywhere. Look for are us you, back uh, in the spring of I- 2021.
2: Are you still making that uh, Are you still baking that cake for dinner That you were working on In the cold open
1: Listen We don't need your sarcasm Tubby Now take my order
2: Okay Alright I I mean it's not a restaurant but I'll still take it Okay what's your order
1: Alright I want one foot long Italian Okay and make sure he has a huge uncircumcised pepperoni.
2: Wait, are you talking about a man or a sandwich? Uh both? Okay, all right, I can get you both. Oh, uh,
1: what happened there? Are you? Do you miss Hello Uglies? Uh, do you miss Dracula? I miss
2: it. I miss it so much. Right. I miss it so much. Well. That's the next thing you're gonna. I legit think that that is my favorite. I don't think I am as as much a fan of RuPaul of Drag Race as I am a fan of Dragula.
1: Well, that's gonna do it for this season of RuPaul's Drag Race recap. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Be sure to join us next season and every season as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. But until Dragula, for Lori Roggenkamp Camp and myself sashay away until
2: next week Shut up.
1: thank you for listening to rupaul's drag race recap have something to say email us at dragrace recap at gmail.com Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drag Race Recap. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Twitter at Pickle Myth. She also has other podcasts like The Bloody Podcast and Lori and Colin Have an Episode. They're available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also support Laurie on Patreon at patreon.com slash bloodypodcast. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.